Welcome to the Evolved Athlete Podcast, dedicated to helping others discover their true potential in life, sport, while living optimal lives. I'm your host, Chris Perry, and I'm here with the Evolved Coaches today, bringing you the best in fitness education, life, lifestyle change, and helping others grow to their absolute best potential. We focus on helping everyone who wants to know what it's like to be a true athlete and take leadership over their lives. Today is our first episode of all time. We are so happy that you've come to join us. All right. We are hoping that you'll love this journey that we're about to embark upon. This first day, we're just going to introduce our coaches, figure out our whys, tell you what the reasons are for finally entering the podcast space with our company, Evolve Health and Performance, and show you all what the biggest needs are currently in our industry. I can't wait. I hope you're fired up. We're going to start off today with the introduction from none other than the CEO of Evolve Health and Performance, Miss Kayla Diamond. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Literally have chills from that introduction and just so all the emotions I'm feeling being on this podcast right now and starting this podcast right now. I'm super, super excited. So uh, yeah, you would just want me to kind of get into my background and we can go from there. Yep. So here's what we're doing, you guys, today. Each coach is going to step up to the plate. They're going to give you their background, what their bios are, and what their specialties are before we start getting into our major whys. Kayla, step up to the plate. All right. All right. So where do I begin, man? Um, so I was born in July. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, no, I actually started off as an athletic trainer. Um, and I got my bachelor's in science and athletic training, wanted to uh, be on, I wanted to be that girl that rushed to the, the football player in the middle of the field, right? Like I wanted to be that person. And I was for a while and I did love it. Um, but what I noticed is in the field, uh, I definitely wanted to be more proactive instead of very reactive, kind of waiting for things to happen. Although obviously the job is very important, but I personally wanted to be more proactive. So I got into strength conditioning and from there, I just fell in love with it. I actually started um, interning strength conditioning, also interning at athletic training at the same time. So that made for three 30 a.m. wake up calls that I, I really had to figure out what I wanted to do because it was consuming my every day. So I switched over to strength conditioning. I was doing athletic training part time, going to hockey games, going to baseball games and just kind of being like that first aid emergency personnel, which I loved. But then I started dabbling into powerlifting, learning from the strongest guys and girls in the industry. It was so amazing. Powerlifting, strongman, bodybuilding. I got into all those strength and physique sports alongside of amazing coaches to actually learn how to put all of those practices into place for the everyday athlete, right? Um, so I wouldn't tell you, hey, I'm exclusively a powerlifting coach or I'm exclusively this kind of coach. Honestly, I'm an, I'm an like strength and conditioning specialist for athletes. And, you know, I worked with athletes from eight years old to 80 years old. And that's just how I continue to live my philosophy and kind of why I wanted to create evolve in the first place was to really make athletes. Um, I, I thought I wanted just to only target athletes with evolve, but then I, I decided like, Hey, why not make athletes? Like, let's, Let's get everyone in here and just help them with their mindset and with their nutrition, with their training. And who doesn't want to look, move and feel athletic? And so that's kind of where we started Evolve. I started Evolve when I was working five jobs and um, pretty run down. Uh, couldn't keep muscle on. I was trying to do this, that and the other. And I eventually uh, hired mentors to help me and 
took it full time in early 2020 before COVID, thank God. Uh, and ever since then, it's just been something so um, that I've been so passionate about. And now I have three amazing coaches on staff and other um, support staff as well, which is amazing. So to sum this all up, I would say, you know, background, uh, strength sports specifically, um, powerlifting, um, and honestly, just athletics in general, um, and aesthetics in just helping mold the everyday athlete. And I will also say too, um, now that we're helping more fitness coaches, um, so more business, um, entrepreneurship and all the mindset and struggles that go along with that. So now tapping into that realm as well is super exciting. Awesome, Kayla. That was awesome to hear. And to be the, for the first time, being able to hear your purpose and why that was honestly the first time I've heard you say that and just makes it that much more reassuring that I made an awesome choice getting involved with you all because you're amazing. All right. To see knowing Kayla personally for years, you all just to put in perspective, I've known Kayla for over a decade. All right. Longer than these two right here. All right. I knew her back when she first started getting into everything, when she was learning athletic training and to see the steps that she's taken throughout these past 10 years to get where she is now is an awesome, inspiring journey. And so we are lucky to have a CEO who's as pushed and driven, right? Who realizes that we're all works in progress and that we can always have room to grow. Thank you for that awesome introduction. I'm now going to segue into our next, the leader of the assistant coaches now, all right? Who is probably the most organized and pragmatic person I've ever met, all right? And inspires me to be more organized with my own life. Let us introduce the great, the pregnant, Jen Sowards. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for the uh, that uh, the pregnant Jen Sowards. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, for everyone listening, um, I am 30 weeks pregnant. So we are, we're about to pop any day now. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited here. So excited to be on a podcast and really just give you guys some insight into, you know, who we are and why we do what we do and why we show up every day and how we work together as a team. Um, so for me, I am, well, I started athletics at a very young age. So I've always been in the athletic space. Grew up playing football, softball, soccer, any sport, you name it, I've been, I've done it. Um, so that kind of like brought me into my career of like, okay, I've been athletic. I want to keep being athletic. How can I continue to do this in my life? Um, so then I went to Slippery Rock University and got my degree in exercise science. And from there, my plan was always to become a DPT. Wanted to be a physical therapist ever since I was little. That was because that was like what I wanted to do. But hey, everything happens for a reason. And I would not be here on this podcast with Evolve if I was a physical therapist. So um, pretty cool that like, unfortunately, that did not work out for me but it led me to where I'm at now. So then when I graduated from Slippery Rock, I did go back to school to become a physical therapist assistant. So I knew I always wanted to be in the PT world and to see PT didn't work out. I went PTA route and that did that for a while. I am still PRN with them, but that is more so just like a side gig because I am a full-time online coach now with Evolve. And um, that is kind of my passion. So my background, exercise science degree, physical therapy assistant. Um, I'm also finishing up my pre and postnatal certification. So um, it's really helping myself. And then I can further help you guys with pregnancy 
and how much like you can really still do when you're pregnant. And a lot of people don't realize that. So really excited to bring that to all of our current and future athletes. Um, some background on myself too. I, in college, kind of had a rough experience, um, gained about 40 pounds in college, led me to also wanting to be an online coach to help other people. So I found bodybuilding in college, which actually helped me become healthier. So I would say I have a very big background on the bodybuilding perspective of things. Yes, I've dabbled in CrossFit and kind of dabbled in like different other types of exercising. Bodybuilding is probably one of my stronger suits. Also, I love to train the athlete who has in, who has an injury. Um, I think that will be having my physical therapy in the background. I can do that really well. Um, not to toot my own horn and stuff, but um, I definitely, yeah, I definitely um, love to program for the athlete who has had an injury, coming back from an injury to show them you don't have to just sit in with the injury to get better. There's plenty of things we can do. So in a nutshell, that is me. Um, definitely been, co been coaching since 2015, started in person, now transferring into the online world. Just really excited to continue to reach so many people through the online space. Thank you, Jen. That was an awesome intro. And it's just, it gives further proof that every single coach that works for Evolve goes above and beyond in so many different ways to where they absolutely fill their lives with moments that's always dedicated to others, which I think is super, super special, which also makes me get on all your cases for making time for yourselves. <laughs> but at the same time, all right, let's introduce our final coach and is definitely not the least. This individual has such a brightness about him. And I'm sure my colleagues could also agree with that, that he just attracts people with his good kind hearted soul. And he's probably the best I've ever seen in creative reels of all time. All right. The great Ian Loughborough. What's going on, my man. <laughs> What's going on, brother. Thank you for the, the intro. I mean, if no other title, like assistant coach or any certification, like real King, I think needs to be put on the, <laughs> the evolve website for me. Um, yeah, super excited to be here. I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't be invited besides you guys just trying to get rid of me, but I'm glad I got, I'm glad I got the invite for the podcast. Um, but yeah, again, just like everybody else has been saying, just super excited to kind of expand our, our reach and just kind of share, share our knowledge and share our information with more people um, in, in just kind of this type of, setting. Like I know me personally, like coming up on nine years of coaching, I think eight or nine years. And again, I think probably amongst us, maybe like 20 to 30 years of experience. So I think we have a lot to share with people and I'm just excited to have another venue to do so. Um, as far as my background. So when I was in high school, right, like you get like junior, senior year, and then it's like, okay, like, what do you want to do? Like, you're going to go to college, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And um, I played basketball in high school and kind of leading up, like you couldn't, you couldn't pay me to work out. Like I, I legit remember like one of the older kids on the team being like, Hey man, like if you would start lifting weights, you'd be, you'd be like a really good. Cause I was like saying like five ten, like one thirty, like soaking wet. Like that's not <laughs> like college basketball material. Um, he's like, yeah, if you're lifting weights, like you'd be really solid. I'm like, I don't need to lift weights. I'm a shooter which as I say that now, that doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what I thought. So I was like super anti like lifting weights and stuff like that. And then just as high schoolers do, I'm like, man, got to that stage of life where I just wanted to be jacked. I just wanted to be huge. So I started working out myself 
And that was probably like end of junior year into senior year summer. And I was like, wow, like this is kind of cool. Wouldn't it be fun to do this as a job? And that was really my main motivation getting into it. So I started working on my um, NASM personal training certification while I was in high school. Um, I remember my first resume was literally, uh, yeah, I've got my NASM cert. Um, I got straight A's, perfect attendance <laughs> award. Um, <laughs> I got a, I got an A plus in anatomy physiology honors. Like, and I thought I was ready, 18 years old, ready to train the world. Um, and then just kind of over the years, I, um, the gym I started working at shortly after high school, um, saw a guy there who actually like competed in the CrossFit games. So this dude was like jacked. And I saw him and I was like, oh, he does CrossFit. I'm doing CrossFit. So that's where I started getting into CrossFit, got my CrossFit certification, um, started getting into more of that training style compared to doing like bodybuilding stuff when I was in high school. Um, and then just kind of knowledge wise, I got my, like a couple different mobility certifications, um, FMS, FRC, um, started to get into more nutrition stuff. Just kind of seeing like when I first started all this, I'm like, ah, I just want to help people get jacked. And then I want to help people get better at CrossFit. And then I'm like, well, that's not sustainable. Now I want to help people get improve their mobility and to move better. And then nutrition certifications got my precision nutrition. I'm like, oh, I want to help people develop healthy eating habits. So just kind of transitioning. Like I started more on the aesthetic side of things and then kind of like, as my goal shifted, I'm like, all right, like, I don't want to feel like crap all the time. So I'm sure other people have the same thing. So that's going to come down to moving better, eating better. So I kind of shifted into like that, um, longevity, sustainable approach as far as like the people I was targeting. And now again, just kind of aligning with evolve, like, helping the everyday athlete, like people who want to show up and just perform well, whether they're actually getting into sports or they just want to feel like an athlete again. Um, so it's just kind of cool for me to kind of look back and see the transition of, yeah, just kind of the education I've accumulated and kind of how it's coming out now. Um, so yeah, I've got my precision nutrition certification and I think kind of the last piece for me where I've really seen the last couple of years is the mindset side of things for people. Um, so just went through and finished my HMCC, um, just, just from seeing like, okay, like, yeah, like I can tell people all about like, yeah, do this type of workout for strength training and here's your nutrition and here's your mobility plan. But when we have those mental blocks that maybe cause us to binge eat or to not go to the gym because we're self-conscious or just like whatever those limiting beliefs might be, or those, um, fixed mindsets, like those are the those are some of the biggest barriers for people that I've seen just in the last couple of years. So I know just in the people that I've worked with and, and knowing people that I'll work with in the future, like that's, that's going to be one of the um, main things that, that people need to improve. So really I've been diving into that more myself, getting into like personal development on my own and really trying to incorporate that with, with my own athletes. So that is where we're at right now. Awesome. Thank you, Ian. Now, Ian definitely jumped into his why a little too soon, but we're going to, that's okay. All right. So we'll I've be, got more. We'll I've be able to, we'll worry. be able to make his uh, short and sweet and we'll keep ours uh, summarized here when we dive into that next topic here. Um, briefly, I'll just introduce myself. So thank you for that introduction, Ian. I'm Chris. All right. For all those who know me, I go by Coach P. All right. That's what my students, my athletes like calling me. As far as my background goes, I'm a professor at, at EKU, Eastern Kentucky University, where I teach all things exercise science. And my 
main thing is dealing with adapted sports now. I did strength and conditioning for years since my time at Penn State through my undergraduate and then did research with athletes, um, especially football and softball when I was at EKU as a master's student and just became pushed and driven to take my personal training career further and get my PhD and learn about teaching. Um, and so now I'm absolutely passionate for teaching, but still love coaching uh, and love to continue to give back to others. So we're going to segue now into why we coach and what is the biggest lesson we want our athletes at Evolve to take away from what we teach and what we stand for and what we lead in the fitness industry. And we're going to start this one off with Coach Jen. All right. I, um, I'm really excited for this one. I was actually thinking about, you know, like, why do I coach and really trying to come up with a good answer. And I was getting super emotional myself before even popping on the podcast. So uh, pretty cool. And I think, you know, why do I coach? I coach because growing up, I was something bigger than myself. Being, you know, on teams, basketball, softball, always something striving to be better doing something that's going to get me better every day, being a part of a team, not just going through like your normal day-to-day activities with no purpose. So I would definitely say I coach because I want other people to feel that. I want other people to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. I want people to be able to like unlock a potential that they didn't even know they had. Like, and I think that's the thing with coaching is you pull that out of people and you pull that, it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could squat that or deadlift that, or I never thought about a back squat again, like things like that. It's just really cool for athletes to unlock that potential and really see themselves in a different mindset, a different view. Um, Another reason I coach is I want people to feel their best, right? Like, oh, going from being 40 pounds, getting that 40 pounds in college, to then finding fitness and all of that and how much better I felt other people to feel that I want other people to feel that joy of being healthier so I think that's the main main big reason why I coach is just to really like unlock that that potential and I think that would be a big lesson I teach to my athletes kind of going into why I coach into the lesson would be like hey you are better than you think you are you can show up you can do more than you think you can like I think we all hold ourselves back because we're nervous of that failure. So it's showing people they are capable of doing more than they think. So yes, I'll give you programming. Yes, I'll give you nutrition. I mean, that's what fitness coaching is, right? We all know that that's what everybody does. But the lesson isn't necessarily the program or the nutrition. It's, hey, you're better than you think you are. You, you're, you can show up and get 1% better every day. So that's my why and kind of the, the lessons that I like to teach my athletes. I love that, Jen. <laughs> very, very cool. I, I love hearing everyone's uh, personal reasons why. Let's uh, let's transition over back to our CEO, Miss Kayla, and let's get her why of why she started Evolve in the first first place and her philosophy on coaching. So I am not like Jen. I'm not prepared, so I'm just going to speak off my off the cuff, <laughs> um, just because I feel like whatever I say is like what I mean, right? Um, you guys will learn in the podcast. I have very little filter and just kind of like pop, like pop things, zero filter. Um, so yeah, Chris knows I have no filter. 
Okay, so why I started Evolve in the first place, honestly, um, I did not love my life. Um, I mean, like I liked my life, but I did not like the path I was headed on. I was bartending, I was serving, I was, I was uh, teaching, I was doing all the things and not doing all of them or any of them very well. And I always preach this to our athletes and and also too, I'm going to say coaches interchangeably. When I say coaches, guys, I'm not, I don't mean like Chris, Ian, and Jen. I mean the coaches who we actually train on their own health and fitness and lifestyle um, in, in Evolve. So, um, so I just really did not like the path that I was on. And I knew I was destined to do something a lot better and greater. And so I just was kind of like, fuck it and just did it. And honestly, uh, since doing that, um, because I kind of put that energy out there, the more, the more action I took, the more messy action I took, and it just kind of blossomed into something that I didn't even think would be possible. I would, if you would have told me in 2018, I would be working from home, not having to go and drive an hour to work and, and work three jobs just to like pay bills. If you told me I've been working from home, I can do whatever ever I want to do. I actually have a team of, of amazing people behind me and I'm on this podcast. I would have been like, get out of here. I knew I was destined for something great, but I didn't know what it was. So I just started taking messy action and here we are. And the reason um, why I continue to show up every day is just to remind people that they can level up in all aspects of their life, whether it's business, whether it's fitness, health, whatever performance mindset, like they, they can level up. And honestly, in order to be successful, you have to level up and just take messy action. And that's just what I hope to bring to everyone involved. I love that, Kayla. Thank you very much. That is really, really awesome. And how you literally just took it day by day to figure it out was probably the most inspiring part of your story and your why and why everyone realizes that we're all works in progress. And none of us know what we're doing in the journey. We're all doing our best. And that's what really makes it count is the journey. Ian, take it away. Yeah. So I kind of jumped the gun a little earlier on. So you guys have an idea of my why, and it's definitely shifted over the years, right? Like when I first started my why to get into coaching is I want to be jacked. It's fun to lift weights and that's, I don't want to go spend a bunch of money on a college. So that was my why originally. And then again, like getting into it more like seeing how it was actually changing people's lives, how I could make them feel better physically in regards to their nutrition or whatever it is. And kind of at this point now, like over the last, like just in the last couple of years, like I've become a man of faith. And that's really for me now, like my biggest why um, I feel like coaching is something that I was called to do even before I, I believed in God and, and was kind of walking in that faith journey. So my, like I have a purpose statement that I've screenshotted and I have it on my um, background on my phone and I look at it every day. And that purpose statement is, the purpose of my life is to be a role model and an ambassador for Christ and to be authentic and loving so that I can inspire others to be all that God has called them to be. Wow. So for me, yeah, cool. Right. It's <laughs> 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 pretty good. Right. Um, so for me, and again, like obviously like any, any of you guys, like anybody listening could have that same purpose statement and you could apply that to whatever your, whatever your career is. But I'm just very blessed that like what I'm passionate about is, is helping people and training people. And I just feel like the avenue that I can do that best is through coaching, through helping people to, again, be the best version of themselves. Like for me, it's like, okay, like what has God called us to be with, with evolve? It's like, okay, helping people to be the best athlete. So just kind of, again, can 
fit my own why kind of within to like what our big mission is with evolve um so yeah that's me awesome man i i love that 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 is probably the the coolest purpose statement i've heard uh especially through as with your walk with christ and everything and i can really relate to you on that i think that's that's really great especially when we're in times where there is an epidemic of just individuals who are just unsure of what to do with their lives. They're lost. They feel like they don't have a sense of direction um, and literally doing things that don't give them joy. Um, and honestly, that segues right into my why. And for those of you who know me really, really well, I've had the same why since I was since I just started grad school uh, back at EKU. And that's when I found that book, Tuesdays with Maury. And so I know Kayla's heard this because I talked about it in my podcast, uh, Kicking It the E-Way, um, where it's... In Tuesdays with Maury, Maury Schwartz is talking to a student, Mitch Album, talking about how so many people walk around with a meaningless life and how the true way to get joy into your life is to love others. And that's truly how I see coaching and teaching is my my own personal ministry right, to help individuals understand how to build permanent lifestyle changes. And that's my biggest why. There's so many people start a diet or start a routine, but they, they don't really fully commit. They don't understand that this is a lifelong journey. And many also don't understand that when you go through a fitness journey, it's not just about fitness. You actually learn about yourself and you actually learn about how to build discipline and consistency and real life traits that are required to just punch through obstacles and to overcome challenges and overcome failure and learn that failure is a part of life. Like I learned more from my fitness journey about life than I have during any other aspect of my life. And so that's honestly why I coach others to learn that, that if you go through this fitness journey, you're going to learn a hell of a lot more than just how to learn about co tracking your macros, losing weight and learning how to do a squat correctly. All right. You're going to learn how to live life. And that's the, really the biggest reason why I love coaching and I love teaching and basically being the fitness Mr. Feeney. All right. It's really my goal and why, why I like to do things a because Topanga and B because I just really, really like to help people. And that is definitely my calling in life and why I coach. And the biggest things that I want my athletes to take away is just how to live the best life possible, giving back to others. Um, so awesome intros. It's so amazing to hear my fellow colleagues and what their whys are. And it just further solidifies the fact that we are the best team in the industry. Yes. And now what we're going to get into is the first coaches roundtable, where we're going to be uncensored, completely raw, and having a conversation all based off of what the current issues are in the fitness industry, what we see people need help with the most, and what we can do about it. So this is a no holds bar. I'm going to let whoever wants to chime in, go ahead and chime in. And we're just going to talk this stuff out and really give some great value to our listeners. Let's rock and roll. What are our biggest issues, y'all? What do you see is the biggest need in our industry today? No one talks. Great. <laughs> no one says anything. <laughs> I came prepared. I'm Honestly, ready. When you started, when you said we're gonna we're gonna go raw, it started like I started being immature and started laughing. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone's getting their tan on their walks that someone's programming for them. Look at that. Have you all noticed that? Look at the sunshine she's been getting. <laughs> sparkles. Because of my ring lights. Stop. What did I tell you about those damn things? <laughs> they make you look so good. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't, I do not put the ring light on past six o'clock. There's literally no way. Because you're right. They do really, really mess with you. I start to get a headache after them. 
So this is probably one of the perfect ways to segue into what some of the biggest needs are, and that's education into digital wellness. All right. And I, I was actually talking to Kayla about this a day or two ago, saying that this is definitely up and coming. I was listening to another podcast that was talking about this, how this is going to become a big space and just teaching people how the negative ramifications of being too much on screens and phones and light exposure at the wrong times of day wreaks havoc on your absolute health. So I think education is just going to be huge, a huge, huge need going forward because so many people just don't know how to live lives and are completely ignorant to the fact that daily choices they make simply by being on their phone way too long is wreaking havoc on their health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll get caught in a trap and be like, is this necessary? And then I can usually get myself out of it because I just started asking myself the question, is this necessary? Like, what am I doing? Is this serving me? Nope. Okay. I can, I can typically pull out of it pretty quickly. But it's hard. It's hard too. like doing what we do. It's like, you know, finding that balance of being on the screen, on Instagram, on TikTok, TikTok, making then also being able to separate ourselves, right? Like if you're a fitness coach, you're listening to this, like you have to be on those platforms that market ourselves. How can we balance the, like the education on how learning how to balance being on screen time with being off of it and still showing up? I think that's a big need too. Mm-hmm. Only be on the screen if you're looking at evolve stuff, right? And especially for, <laughs> and especially for our, you know, most of our audience who are going to be those coaches who are trying to help other people. When you're so ambitious to help people, you it's hard to find that life work balance, which is super super important if you want to be able to put your best foot forward for other people. Ian, what do you think about all that? I think just to kind of add to that, right? Like. I think we're at the space now in regards to like people achieving their goals. Like we all know like, Hey, I need to train. I need to eat right. But it's all those other things that maybe aren't as like sexy or they don't look as cool on Instagram. If you're posting about them, like, okay, like limiting your screen time or like really from like what I've been learning through FNMS, like you need to be like sleeping better. You need to be um, managing your hunger, recovering better, having better energy, like managing your stress. Like you have to have a good mindset. Like you have to, figure out how to sustain all this. Like you can't just do it for a couple of weeks and then expect it to stick. Um, so just, I, f- I feel like just in general, like some of those things that are almost under the, under the surface a little bit, right. That aren't as cool to work on. Cause they're not as, again, aesthetically pleasing, so to speak. But again, like you can have the best nutrition in the world. You can be training like a madman, but if your sleep is jacked up and you're sleeping four hours a night, which can lead into some of the things we were just talking about. Right. But if you're not sleeping good, like your body composition and performance is going to be really diminished. So really just helping people to work on those things. Um, because that's really like, I feel like 90% of the time, like that's one of the biggest holdups for most athletes and even fitness coaches as well as like all those other pieces outside of just the training and nutrition and supplementation stuff. Well said Ian. What's another big area of focus we really need to bring to individuals' attention in the fitness sphere, do you think, you guys? I think knowing that the supplement industry is, like, not what they say they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I just, well, I just, like, not to bring up all supplement stuff, but I just think of, like, all the and stuff that's in your face with social media and stuff. It's all the 30-day detoxes, the, the shakes, the pills, like, all that stuff. I would love for our space to find a way to push that stuff out and get the real knowledge because a lot of, you know, people are, they fall to that and that's where we come into play to help them. But it's like, why is that 
what everyone is seeing. Why aren't people seeing the real lifestyle changes more than they're seeing that type of stuff? I think that's something too. And I have like a serious bone to pick with coaches because, okay, everybody knows that cleanses, detox teas, pills and shit are little shit. But what a lot of coaches are doing right now, they're going onto their platforms and they're making people feel bad about it. They're making people say, this is shitty. This is shitty. You shouldn't do this. Like this is BS, but nobody's giving like the why. So we're all kind of coming on as this authority saying, oh, you should not eat 1200 calories or like, no way would I ever do that. No way would I ever give carbs, give up carbs. But somebody is probably looking at you and be like, wait, I do that. But like, I don't want to work with this coach because like, I don't want them to make fun of me. Like they're mm-hmm. making a funny reel about why I shouldn't have this. But like now I'm worried that they're not even going to understand what I mean. So what what's happening is we're like coaches are coming off and people are coming off saying, this is bullshit. This is, this sucks. Like you shouldn't do this, but they're not giving the why. And they're also not giving the, Hey, I've been there. I understand how it feels to be so desperate to buy into all of these types of supplements. Like I understand that. And here's here is how I came out of this. And I know you can too. Nobody is doing that second part. People are saying you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And they're making funny reels about it. Sorry, Ian. I'm not, I'm not like picking on you. But I'm, this is just like super fresh in my mind. They're doing all this stuff and they're not showing up as somebody who's vulnerable and somebody who's compassionate and understanding or educating. They're just like shitting on people eating super low calories, not eating carbohydrates and doing detox teas, which they should, like nobody should be doing that. But like, why? And making people feel seen and heard is something that nobody's doing right now. And it pisses me off. I, I, I love that Kayla said that. That's actually one of the first things I teach my exercise science students who are interested in fitness is if they lack personality and being able to connect to another person and show empathy, they're not going to make any progress at all getting through to their clients, let alone inspiring any type of change. Because if you're just, there's no excuse for being an asshole. All right. If you literally can't control your emotions or can't do your why, or you go up to Chris Rock and rock him during the Oscars kind of thing. All right. Then, (laughs) then you're doing a completely disservice to yourself trying to have that impact, which you know, deep down you're trying to make, but you're not building that relationship because that's going to come off to someone as not offensive, but as, you know, kind of brash, like, Oh shit. Well, that, that kind of hurt a little bit. The intention is good. And it's, it's coming from a good place, but the delivery isn't there. And I know you're just trying to grab attention but like you could be grabbing like the wrong type of attention and you can just be coming off like an asshole. Right. And so like I just did an orientation yesterday. Great new athlete, y'all. Elizabeth, she's amazing. She's cool. All right. Uh, literally had to I had to give her a caveat because I was about to tell her now, don't freak out. We're not going to lose weight first. <laughs> and just had to teach her why we do a reverse diet and what the importance is of finding where her current set point is. And so just teaching her and educating her on the science behind that and why it's so beneficial to do that instead of going right into a deficit at first, not only did she feel more comfortable, but she understood. And she's like, oh gosh, well, that sounds really good because I don't want to happen to me what happened to everyone in the biggest loser competition. And so, and it just, it really helps when trainers really become more cognitively aware of that and focus on the relationship before they focus on, I just want someone to know that I know everything because we don't either. All right. We got to learn how to drop the ego and say that, Hey, I know this, I could probably know a lot more and then be that much more open to growth mindset because I, there are so many coaches on that spectrum 
who are fixed mindset and believe that their way is the highway. I have met too many goddamn coaches who are like that, especially having experience working with one in the past. And so just inspired to not ever be that kind of coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Mic drop. Mic drop. We can't <laughs> let it die. Going, you guys. <laughs> so I'll, I'll start the next one. The biggest needs and focuses for individuals who do want to be fitness coaches and run their own businesses is paying attention to current trends in public health. And the obesity epidemic is not getting any better. They've already extrapolated by in the next 20 years or so, over half of our country will be overweight with the potential of being obese. And so I think this is something that we really need to pay attention to as fitness professionals, as a, a way for us to really start targeting these individuals and finding ways to help them understand how to live better lifestyles. On top of that, we also know that the baby boomer generation, all of our moms and dads, between the age of 55 and 65 over the next 10 years, almost all of them is going to have some sort of chronic disease. So I think it's important that we start educating fitness professionals that this is going to be an area of very significant need and something that we'll need to pay attention to and maybe even educate others on what type of certifications they should get, what types of training methods they should be looking into and what kind of services they can offer. Because this is going to be a huge population that is definitely going to be in need of dire help and going to be an awesome pool of potential clientele for future businesses. Let me let me play devil's advocate here. Do you feel like a lot of those types of clientele are super closed and fixed mindset? Oh, I would I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, ask your parents. All right. How many of your parents are so goddamn closed minded to anything fitness? I just had that conversation this morning with mom and dad. All right. It's super hard. All right. To get through to them when they're so set in their ways. But as we know, as growth minded personal trainers, what happened to Ian? Uh, <laughs> that, that we have to. We have to make sure that we are still adaptable as coaches because there's all so many people are like that. And so it really comes down to being able to, once again, show empathy and figure out what's important to helping those individuals realize how important it is to engage in lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point, Kayla. Like, you know, that generation, like, so like now we have so much more stuff about mindset and about, you know, that and all of that. We're like, I don't know if my parents had that. Like, no one talked about that type of stuff. Like, you just show up, you go to work, you put, you put things under the rug, you're not supposed to feel this way. Mental health isn't a thing. Um, you know what I mean? So that's really interesting. You bring that up is like, maybe that is why that popularity you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's like, that's really interesting. Yeah. And I think like, you know, we could try. Um, I also think like, obviously like we should be educating these, these individuals for sure. But I just had a reel go viral on, on Facebook and all the people who commented all those like nasty things were like 50 years old. Yeah. It shows you how much they don't know. Yeah, Exactly. Is that the type of person I want to work with? I'm going to say no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I'm going to say like, just because not saying that everybody here is that like that old is, is, is doing that at all. I'm not saying that, but the super closed-minded people, at what point is it like worth energy? And this is probably actually, no, I'm going to say it. Is it like worth the energy or should we, should we really do our best and just show up and be a, a nice person and show up? Well, the answer is yes. Always show up and be a nice person, always give information. But I will tell you like working, doing sales calls for 
three or four years, the people who were on the call, like constantly battling me, constantly fighting me. Honestly, I'm like, yo, I would not, I would feel bad giving you to one of our coaches and it sucks and it's unfortunate. And I, and I don't know if it's, we need to do more. Um, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. And maybe it is that we need to do more there and we need to be more open-minded about it. But if somebody's already so close-minded, it just might not be in the cards for them to actually go through something super awesome like this. You know what I'm saying? This would be a great discussion yeah. for Rania, which everyone should look forward to in the future as someone who will be on this podcast as someone who is studying psychology, because I'm sure there's a definite perspective, psychological stance here on how to work with that population to get them to understand the importance of making wiser choices and learning from credible sources and understanding that not looking super skinny with washboard abs all the time is the definition of health, because that's how they're warped into thinking is what the media is telling them what is actually healthy. Yeah. I've got kind of like a, an inception style addition to this mindset within mindset. So I think it's important too, like as coaches, like, again, something I learned, um, when I went through my mindset course, like one of the questions that we, it was just a couple of questions. Like if you're dealing with a difficult client, like, do you perceive that this athlete can change or do you perceive like it's all up to them or whatever it was And a lot of it? Like sometimes us as coaches, our mindset is going to affect how we show up for people. So whether that be somebody you're currently working with or like Kayla was just saying, like, Hey, some of those people who are on social media, like if we perceive that they can't change, is that going to, is that going to change how we show up and how we interact with them? Probably. So again, our, our beliefs around other people is really powerful as well. Um, and again, like I, I, I agree, like I'm like, if there's going to be somebody who's busting me up and super difficult, like, no, that's not the most, it's not the most fun person to work with. But by the same token, I know for me, when I've had athletes in the past who haven't been compliant and I'm like, Oh, it's all on them. I've done everything I can do. It changes how I show up for them. And I'm like, well, like, okay, like I've got this, this person who is doing well and I'm texting them all day long, but this person who's just kind of ghosting me, I'm mirroring what they're doing. So it affects how I show, how I was showing up as a coach. So just keeping that in mind, right? Like we all have those cognitive biases of like how we perceive other people. And if we perceive that they can change and those perceptions are going to affect how you coach and how you sell to people um, and, and just kind of how you try to interact with them. Very well said, Ian. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. It's, it, it's just one of those sticky things. You know, you want to help everybody, but at the end of the day, they want to, they have to help themselves. And I think one of the best pieces of advice I heard is how do you inspire individuals who are like that, who are absolutely closed minded? And I loved the individual's answer. You lead, you lead, right? You might not be able to talk. You might just have to show by example. That's it. All right. Show the benefits of living the healthy lifestyle by showing how it benefits your life, how you're more level-headed, how you don't have health issues, how you're not having to pop eight different medications three times every day just to feel normal. You know what my goal is? To never have to pop a medication in my life, right? That's my, my absolute goal. I want to get the 90 being like, yeah, never needed high blood pressure medication. Didn't have to. Why? I exercised and I did the Mediterranean diet. And guess what? Still got to drink wine and have whiskey. Oh. Okay. All right. So <laughs> lead a healthy lifestyle. And then to all the other coaches out there who are super restrictive with their teaching, you're to blame too. All right. Because at the end of the day, 
it's all about balance, especially when it comes to approaches to dietary lifestyles, unless there's a medical reason why someone needs to do something specific. And that's mm -hmm. a talk I got into with my students yesterday. Uh, our, we're currently talking about obesity this week, which is so fitting for what we're talking about right now and the approaches to working with those individuals. And the most restrictive diet is the least successful diet is what I mm -hmm. describe to them. It's like you need to teach them about how to live the lifestyle, not about cutting out what they enjoy, because mm -hmm. as you guys know and have experience from that does not work. Okay. Mm -hmm. When really just teaching people about proper habits, portion control, you know, better mindset, which is what you would all of us in here aspire to do for all of our athletes is so much more successful. Mm -hmm. I love it. This has been a great chat. All right. Does anyone have any closing or concluding thoughts that they'd like to leave us with today with the coaches roundtable? as far as the biggest needs in our industry and what we're really trying to deliver here with everything we do at Evolve. Let's get each coach uh, to say at least one thing. Um, I would say the culture of hashtag no days off, the culture of you no know, just grind mode. I would say that's a big, that's a big facade, honestly. Like, yes, you have to work really, really, really fucking hard for what you want, um, but you get to a point where, you know, you, you can have more harmony in your life and you should. And I think having the no, no days off that will lead to resentment. It will lead to burnout. It will lead to a lot of different things. Um, but unless you, unless you like working every single day, which some people do and there, that's, that's totally fine. But if, if some people like they're feeling like their cup is very empty, they need to recognize that. And that's been the biggest thing. And not even, yeah, not even just coaches, but moms, dads, athletes, um, entrepreneurs, anybody needs to recognize that and know that it's okay and really recommended to take time or to fill your day up with something that really, really just jazzes you up. Kayla stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, Ian. What did you want to say? That same exact thing, word for word. <laughs> no, <laughs> everything Kayla said, pretend like I just said it. Um, but no, I get again to kind of piggyback on that. Like you can only serve other people well when you're taking care of yourself, right? Like what's the you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, so again, just making sure, like whether whether you're a coach listening to this or you're an athlete or whoever it is, like you need that time to recharge yourself and to be working on yourself again, like me personally, like going through like personal development coaching, because I know like it's, I go through the personal development coaching, not because I'm like, I want to be the best for me and show off everybody else. But I know like, Hey, this is what's going to allow me to show up better for my team. This is what's going to show, allow me to show up better for, for my athletes, for my, my friends, for my family. So again, like I think it's so easy to, think that taking time to ourselves is selfish that like, ah, like now, now I'm not going to be able to do this work or I'm not going to be able to go out with this loved one. It's like truly in taking time to yourself and creating that space for yourself. That's what allows you to show up better and to show up more, more authentically and with, with more power in whatever it is that you're doing. Again, whether you're a coach or the everyday person who's getting coached, um, so yeah, to rephrase what Kayla said, because she always does that to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, take some time for yourself, gang. You deserve it. You need it. Coach Jen? Yeah, I would say um, kind of similar to Kayla and Ian, but like the extremes. I think that's, 
I'm kind of getting into what Evolve has kind of started to do, but is bridging that gap between, okay, I don't want to compete in bodybuilding. I don't want to compare lifting and I'm not a beginner. So like, where am I? I'm an athlete, you know, post-college, where do I go? And I think, you know, that is kind of missing from the industry too, is like that post-athletic, like, where am I supposed to be? Knowing that you don't have to go to extreme to be life. You know, you're going to see all those people on Instagram and all of that. And that might be what you think you do to be healthy and lift and get back into it. But avoiding the extremes if you don't necessarily really need it, but finding a place that allows you to excel as an advanced athlete. That's awesome, Jen. And I think it's just a final cap on the conversation here to, to all our athletes, to all our coaches, to all our clients, to everyone who's listening to us. Remember, this is all a journey. And as soon as you embrace that, that it's lifelong, you will be that much more likely to have success. Because if you continue to put a restrictive timeline on saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds by this time for my wedding, or I'm going to lose this pounds by this time for this event or this event, there's always a finite to it, which means you have not a fully percent, hundred committed to living a healthy lifestyle. And that's a problem. And that's something you really need to be cognitively aware. We want everyone who's listening to know that we are so excited to be bringing you this podcast. This is the first of many conversations we're going to have. It's been amazing finally being able to kick this off. Are there any closing thoughts from any of our coaches before we sign off and say, uh, say hello to next week? What do we got going on? If you don't want to level up, this podcast is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make that the intro? <laughs> please leave <laughs> coach Ian coach Jen any final comments sarcastic or non-sarcastic no just was gonna say we did it let's let's keep going I'm excited no, Ian f word f word that's it <laughs> yeah a caveat to everyone Ian has never said an f-bomb in his life I think he's lying yes he has mm. yes he has yeah. won't even let him fool you <laughs> I think I have seen it and heard it, and uh, it's probably my fault. <laughs> 100%. Kayla's a bad influence. All right. To all Thanks. of our listeners, thank you for coming by. This is the first of many chapters, and we're excited to bring you along this journey. Always remember, always be evolving. This is Chris Perry. We'll see you in the next one. Evolve coaches are out. Out. See ya.